On today's Smart 7, Toy Story the Musical costs RTE millions, nuclear tensions rise in Ukraine and lots more. It's Thursday the 6th of July, it's National Fried Chicken Day and happy birthday Jennifer Saunders. Weary RTE executives filed back into an Oireachtas meeting again on Wednesday to face the media committee to follow up from last week's hearing. Before the meeting, a whole host of new documents were released, which included some staggering revelations about commercial practices at the state broadcaster. The most eye-watering figure was the losses incurred by Toy Show the Musical, which only ran for 27 nights, but managed to lose 2.2 million euro. Head of strategy Rory Coveney did his best to defend the flop. If, if I'm not sure was anyone, was anyone here at the show, but um, those who attended it, absolutely loved it, particularly children. It clearly wasn't a commercial success, but it wasn't from a lack of effort from everyone involved. We did a huge amount of work um, trying to model that. How was it paid for? How was it, the losses, how were they paid for? It also turned out that there was not just one barter account, but there are in fact three, which were used for membership to London's Soho House and for a spend of €5,000 on promotional flip-flops. The committee had questions for CFO Richard Collins, who said there was a single account last week. He maintained that all three accounts were effectively the same. If someone was to ask you what your weekly shopping bill is, you know, and you said it's €200, you wouldn't respond to them and say, look, my weekly shopping bill is 70 euros with Dawn's, 70 euros with Super Value, 60 euros with Lidl. Former CFO Brido O'Keefe was a new attendee and she laid out a different and potentially problematic description of the contract process, which could implicate more senior management in the Tuberty deal. All top talent contract negotiations involved the Director General, the CFO, Head of Content and the RTE internal solicitor at all stages in the negotiations. RTE's troubles aren't just limited to the committee rooms in Dáil Éireann either. Back in the Dáil Chamber, there were questions from Social Democrat leader Holly Carnes. She was infuriated at the way that RTE had been drip-feeding bad news out of the hearings and given that the controversy began in March, she couldn't understand how it's taken so long to get basic information from the RTE team. Realistically, when this whole controversy relates to secret payments made from a barter account, the very least that we could all expect is that they would know how many barter accounts it has. The RT board is promising swift action, but with Noel Kelly and Ryan Tuberty offering to make an appearance at the committee next week, there still seems to be plenty of drama left in the story. The issue Leo Varadkar sounds like he's running out of patience, however. It's essential that public trust in RT is restored following the revelations of the past few weeks. And the government has agreed to proposals for a root and branch examination of RTE. We've called repeatedly for RTE's board and executives to provide full transparency. And to date, full transparency has been absent. A Russian missile strike on the Ukrainian city of Lviv killed at least three people overnight and with the NATO summit due to take place next week in Lithuania, tensions continue to mount as Russia and Ukraine make claim and counterclaim about Europe's largest nuclear power plant at Zaporizhia. Ukrainian President Zelensky has been warning European leaders that Russia have mined up to four of the reactors at the now powered down plant. He spoke to President Macron of France on Tuesday and issued a new video on Wednesday calling for action from allies. The whole world must now realise that common security depends entirely on global attention to the actions of the occupiers of the plant. 
Radiation is a threat to everyone in the world, and the nuclear power plant must be fully protected from radiation incidents. Russia is claiming that Ukrainians are planning to attempt to blow up the plant. There are International Atomic Energy Agency staff on site, and they've requested more access to be sure that there's no risk of sabotage. Rafael Grassi, the Director General of the IAEA, spoke about Zafariza while touring the Fukushima disaster site in Japan. In our latest inspections, we haven't seen any mining activity, but we remain extremely alert. It was a case of Charlie and the Honours of Scotland on Wednesday. No, it's not another Roald Dahl reboot. Instead, it was King Charles' official visit and formal recognition of his coronation in Scotland. He received the crown and scepter in an official ceremony at St Giles Cathedral. There's also a new sword inspired by the late Queen Elizabeth. There was some scattered booing outside before the ceremony as inside the cathedral, the Duke of Hamilton presented the crown of Scotland. By the symbol of this crown, we pledge our loyalty in trusting that you reign as our king in the service of all your people. In receiving this crown, I so promise by God's help. Still to come on the Smart 7, just stop oil, stop Wimbledon, and Tom Hardy wants a word. Right after this. Welcome back. Day three of Wimbledon saw Novak Djokovic and Britain's number one female player Katie Boulter sail through to the third round. And if you're playing Wimbledon celebrity bingo, Wednesday's famous names were David Beckham and Seal spotted in centre court. Proceedings were also interrupted not once but twice by Just Stop Oil protesters who burst onto court 18. They were at least considerate enough not to use paint, but the BBC commentator took a dim view of proceedings. Once more, orange clouds hang over a British sporting event this summer this time it's ticker tape rather than paint dust but it is an intrusion and it will need sorting out As the UK celebrates 75 years of the National Health Service what better way to mark the occasion than have Tom Hardy read your kids a story? This one might be for the mums and possibly dads rather than the kids, but the Peaky Blinders and Batman star picked up his storybook once again on Wednesday night. He read from the classic Zog and the Flying Doctors while sitting in his garden with his French bulldog Blue. So if you're in the mood for a bit of Blue, go find it on the BBC iPlayer. Hello, I'm Tom. Sitting here with the birds singing and the sun shining, I feel really good. Especially because I'm about to read you a bedtime story. But I don't feel good every day. In fact, we all get poorly from time to time. When we do, sometimes we need a bit of extra help to get better. Brilliant people like nurses and doctors can help us feel better. It's only July, but the pupils of Morehouse School are already thinking about returning for Series 4 of Sex Education. This will be the final season of the Netflix hit and stars Gillian Anderson and Asa Butterfield and future Doctor Who Shuti Gatwa are all returning. There's also a guest appearance by Schitt's Creek star Dan Levy. It drops on September 21st, so get ready to assemble for one last time. Hi everyone, I'm Otis Milburn. I'm new here, I'm with the whole Mordell Secondary team. Thank you. I just wanted to let you know a little bit about myself. I spend a lot of my free time thinking about sex. You've been listening to the Smart 7 Ireland edition. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit the follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world.
Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.